1: Hello
0: everybody, this is Amber Lee, your main Chakra Girl and spiritual BFF. Welcome to Chakra Girl Radio. So happy to be here. I am really excited about today's episode. We are chatting with Milana Snow. You guys, she is so cool. She is a Reiki healer and she's the founder of something called Wellness Official and I can't wait for you guys to hear about it. It's literally revolutionizing the way we have wellness treatments. It's so, so cool. She was also the winner of Project One Runway once upon a time. Um, And she was like huge in the fashion industry. So, you know, I love that combo fashion and woo woo. It's what it's all about guys. So we're talking about trusting the universe, which I know is kind of hard when you're like working really hard and not seeing the results yet. You just got to give in to the trust. So we're talking about how to do that. We're talking about constant spirituality and not wavering, which can be hard. We're also talking about how she did yoga with Alexander Wang, no big deal. And we're talking about her amazing spiritual fashion platform and her Instagram. She's giving really good tips on how to just be really authentic in your social media as well. So this episode is brought to you by my Chakra Girl Meditation Bundle. If you don't have this yet, what are you even doing with your life? My meditations are literally the shit. There are eight meditations plus one how to meditate audio, and they are the exact meditations that I used to totally revamp my life, to manifest an amazing thriving business, an amazing community. And basically what I did is I took pieces of all these teachings and learnings and things that I read and meditations that I did, and I recorded them into my very own meditations, so you can get those if you go to Chakra Girl Meditation So that's Chakra Girl oco And you're getting $10 off at checkout with the coupon code podcast. So you have to fill out your name and everything. And then once it brings you to the payment screen, there's a little blue link at the bottom that says, do you have a coupon code? So you click on that, enter in podcast, get $10 off, guys. And they're only $37. So you're getting them for $27. Think of all the $27 you waste on things that aren't going to make your life better. And these are guys, go get them. So I'm at home for like another few hours. I if I sound tired, it's because I am. I was in Toronto and New York, and we are going to Palm Springs tomorrow, but the flights were just kind of funky and wonky. So we're like, okay, let's just like go home for 18 hours and like switch suitcases and repack and like wash some clothes and then head out. And so basically we had like four hours of sleep last night. Um, and we're going to have another four hours tonight because I got a lot of shit to do before I go to bed and we have a really early flight, but we've had the best time. Um, I saw some of my amazing clients. I had a Gucci moment. We ate all the pasta, which is like my favorite thing in the world to eat. We did karaoke. Um, yeah, just bonded with my husband and it was so, so nice. And, I will say though, we are excited to go to Palm Springs tomorrow to be in the hot, hot heat. It was a little rainy in New York. Um, but I'll be sharing a lot more about my trips and everything on Instagram. If you don't follow me already, go to the Shocker Girl Co on Insta. You can see all the shenanigans and craziness. Okay, let's get into the shocker tip of the week. And this is like a travel tip as well. And I know it's really hard to like keep up with your daily practice when you're traveling. Like, trust me, I get it. I know this. If I told you that I meditated every day, I'd be a big fucking liar. But I always bring things with me that make me feel super grounded. So um, I'll bring, you know, essential oils. I'll bring crystals. I'll bring books. And, you know, whatever I need that day, I'll do. So I'm not all about like doing a big 40 minute daily practice when you're away, but you just got to do something to make you feel like yourself. Cause like when you're not in your element, it actually throws your root chakra out of alignment and it might make you feel like panicky or anxious or like, Oh, like kind of just like not in the moment. So do the things that make you feel grounded while you're on vacay. If you're like with a bunch of people and you feel like a weirdo, just like go to the bathroom and do it in there, and like, or get your friends to meditate with you. That could be fun too. So another fun travel tip, don't bring your m- podcasting microphone with you. I brought it thinking that I might podcast, you know, record this intro while I was there. Um, it was just A, way too busy. B, I got stopped at every single security checkpoint <laughs> being like, what is this? I thought it was a bomb. Definitely not a bomb. Um, so yeah, there's another travel tip for you guys. All right. So definitely stay tuned to my Insta to keep up with me in Palm Springs. Also doing a photo shoot there. It's going to be super hot and sexy and enjoy this episode with Milana Snow and go follow her. She's so, so cool. Okay. We'll chat soon. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Shocker Girl Radio with Milana Snow. So excited to have you here. Milana is a Reiki healer and founder of the Wellness Official. Wellness Official is an interactive online marketplace that features the best of curated practitioners and brands from the global wellness community, and it's launching in spring, summer 18. She is also the winner of Project Runway and has worked with clients like YSL, CoverGirl, L'Oreal, and... Just a ton of really cool stories to tell, I'm sure. So happy to have you here, Milana. Thank you for having me. Of course. And I was telling Milana before that I've been stalking her from afar. She has, she just posts the most beautiful things and is super inspirational and just has such a beautiful vibe.
1: Thank you, thank you. You know, it's funny. I my best friend just told me over the weekend I need to start showing the not so beautiful sides of my life. So maybe we'll get
0: in into that today, today. honey. <laughs> <laughs> I got you covered. <laughs> oh, so good. Okay, so
1: let's get into our intimate slumber party questions. I love it. Oh, what is your daily practice? Oh gosh, that's such a great question. Well, before I even open my eyes, I really every morning do my best to dial into being present and thinking on what is working for me. You know, sometimes like the gratitude practices are not as available to my brain first yeah. thing as I'd like. So I, I tend to go to what's working right now. What am I looking forward to today? What's happening in the direction that I'd like it to And then from there, I try to stay away from my phone until I can meditate and or journal and or spend time with my dog.
0: (laughs) Whoa, restraint. (laughs) Okay, first off, and most importantly, what kind of dog do you have?
1: I have a German short hair pointer named Aria. She's 80 pounds.
0: Oh, how,
1: 80? 90.
0: 90, oh my goodness. I love, I love a big dog. My dog's 70 pounds. Oh, wow. Oh, oh my God. Okay. So doggy, doggy snuggles in the morning are a must. I think yes, think daily, the go-to daily practice. I love it. <laughs> um, and I love that you like don't force the gratitude because I know there was a point where I was really forcing the gratitude and then it's like, but wait, you have to acknowledge that there are other feelings other than gratitude in the morning.
1: Totally. And also like vibrationally, sometimes I'm just not there. Sometimes it's not vibrationally where I can get to. You know what yeah. I'm saying? If you like talk about like that vibrational frequency, totally. Um, it's just sometimes I can't. I, I'm just not there. So Yeah, have to so work on don't it. Don't fake it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, what is your go-to
0: crystal?
1: Ooh, you know, right now I'd have to say I really, really love red and orange carnelian. Oh, a lower chakra girl. Mm-hmm. I, I have, I'm, I'm constantly working in my, um, you know, as a Reiki healer, I'm constantly working in the higher chakras. And so right now, it's really important, actually, for me to be more um, grounded and embodied. Mm-hmm. in the physical realm so they've been helping me a lot
0: <laughs> so good I think you're probably one of the only people who didn't say rose quartz so
1: <laughs> good on you for that <laughs> oh,
0: good um but I love that and actually um carnelian is the first crystal that well okay sorry the second crystal that I got that I was like holy shit this stuff works
1: hmm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I, think, I think mine was um, amethyst. Amethyst was the first one of those for me.
0: Another good one. Mm-hmm. And you're clearly very tapped into the crown.
1: Oh, yeah. Thank you. Hopefully. That.
0: <laughs> yeah. okay. Um, okay. So what is your worst
1: habit? Worst habit. Oh, I can be very critical. I think that's definitely a habit that um, I get some relief from when I'm in my Reiki sessions and when I'm speaking because that part of me is just completely... Not accessible, mm. um, but I would say in my daily life I'm I'm very self critical and I can be very critical of others and in my environment and I could blame that on being a Virgo, which is a good excuse. But yeah, just do it, it just do it, scapegoat <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad habit that I'm I'm pretty keenly aware of. That I, I feel like I've I've improved, but have still some more room for improvement. <laughs> yeah, I, have you? I I haven't read
0: the book yet because I'm like trying not to like. <laughs> I'm like purposely avoiding it. But have you read Judgment Detox by Gabrielle no, Bernstein?
1: No, I haven't.
0: I'm just not. purposely not reading it because it sounds like a <laughs> lot of work for me. I haven't even uh-huh. heard of it. Okay. I'll have to look into this. Okay. I know. Me too. I know I need to. Um, okay. So what is your fave energy tip? Like, We just want like the first energy tip that comes to your mind.
1: I, I, I would say... Um, Gosh, first, the first one is to put, to lay hands on yourself. You know, I think a lot of people believe if they know about Reiki, they believe that they can only be healed by someone outside of them or that, you know, someone like myself is, is the answer to help them heal. And, and that's absolutely not the case. And, and what I, I personally do and have, guided other people to do is to to lay hands on themselves to come to healing yourself and using your own healing abilities to tap into your energy system
0: so true and I found too before I even like had my attunement or became you know did my level one I would sleep even just holding my own hands which sounds like really weird but I would like hold my hands when I was sleeping and that was like I would have the best sleeps it was like like you don't necessarily have to be like you know totally tuned in to give yourself energy and love
1: it's all practice so the more that you practice giving yourself energy and love the more that you build that muscle so
0: totally okay i'm just gonna pause for a second because i feel like your microphone all of a sudden went really quiet
1: is that better now Mm,
0: not really No, I can't barely hear you now. (laughs) Why did that happen? There's too much energy going on. (laughs) Yeah, right? What
1: is that? Hmm. Okay. I don't know. Is that? Oh, that's better. Okay. Okay. So what we'll
0: do is we'll just pause for like, hold on. Let me see if I can see a timestamp. My editor guy always gets so mad. He's like, why don't you tell me the time that you stop? I'm like, no. I don't have a timestamp. Okay, there's no timestamp. So he's just going to have to deal with it. So I'll be silent for like five seconds and then I'll ask you the next question. Okay. So you heard it here first, guys. Heal yourselves. Okay, what is a guilty pleasure that you think good spiritual people don't do? <laughs> These
1: are such great
0: questions.
1: <laughs> a guilty pleasure even know that's such a good question um uh really meant to come back to me on that one I don't know cuss okay (laughs) that's a good one that's a good one and I was actually
0: talking to um you know Jordan Bach
1: I've heard of Jordan Bach I don't know her but
0: him him but I I was I was chatting with him and we were kind of like having the conversation and I was like some people are like oh like like cursing is um you know, not spiritual, and then it, like, sends off negative vibrations, and it's, like, irresponsible, and, like, I, and then there's some spiritual people that are, like, well, it feels good, Um, so you should do it, and I'm, like, I, I think whatever you believe is what it is. If you think That's it's totally bad right. and it doesn't feel good, then don't do it. If you love it, then fucking do it.
1: I, I agree, and, you know, I think it's all of, it's not the words that you speak, it's what's behind the words. Yeah exactly you know? because sometimes those words can be the most loving and intimate words you can possibly speak exactly just all energy but sometimes it can be so fun to use those words so right <laughs> Amp up the vibe with the swear words guys. <laughs> um,
0: okay so you must tell us how you got started on your spiritual journey have you always been woo-woo or did it just find you one day
1: yeah. You know, I, I've always been this way. I wish I could say that, you know, it, it was, um, some crazy breakthrough experience that happened all at once, but it really wasn't. I was, I was really young and I grew up in a pretty much, um, APS and agnostic family that was really totally, um, disinterested in spirituality. And I never even heard the word God in my family. And I, for some reason, even in the midst of that, at the age of nine, started using tarot cards and reading books about the um, past lives and um, reading the Bhagavad Gita, which is the Hindu Bible. And mm-hmm. and then it just kind of spun out of control from there. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot that happened over many years, lots of spiritual breakthroughs, lots of spiritual awakenings. But I've been um, practicing this self-practice for about uh, two decades now.
0: That is amazing. So what did your family, what does your family think? What did they think then? And what do they think now?
1: Well, you know, my mom was always very open. My, my stepdad didn't really have any, anything to say about it. My mom was very open. She bought me my first Rider Weight deck and I, I will never forget. I did a reading for her and she asked me all of these questions and I ended up, you know, coming up with some pretty crazy answers that kind of revealed some family secrets. <laughs> oh my gosh, when you were 9? <laughs> I was about 11 at that time. Oh my. God. And uh and yeah, we we never did that again for a long time. <laughs> um and, and so yeah, I mean, you know, I my parents were pretty open to it at the time and it's funny it, they really didn't think I was weird until I actually became a Born Again Christian which was in college. Mm-hmm. And that was after being a witch, that's after being uh, a Hindu that's after like many iterations of spiritual belief systems. And then I, Hey, guess what guys, I got baptized and they're like, okay, what's going on.
0: (laughs) So where do you, so where do you lie now? Like, what are you, are you, do you, um, you know, are you, you know, do you consider yourself a certain religion or where are you kind of sitting right now?
1: Yeah, no, I I am definitely not a specific religion, but I think I'm I'm super grateful for my journey because I have a deep understanding of many religions Mm -hmm. and the basis of many of the world religions. And so I have a personal relationship with Jesus, but I also have a personal relationship with some of the Egyptian gods, you know? (laughs) Yeah, totally. or or the Celtic goddesses or, you know, the Greek and, and Roman gods and goddesses. So there's a lot of um, things that I've drawn from these different teachings over many years from the, like different ascended masters and teachers. And I've kind of come up with my own um, you know, cocktail of, of all of these things based off of the, the different things that I've learned over many, many years. And, and now, thankfully, like my mom after having um, done Reiki with her a few years ago, is actually like one of my best spiritual confidants. And we mm. talk about Abraham Hicks and the law of attraction and all of that endlessly. So it's, it's been really fun.
0: I love that. And I love when you can like lead by example and be like, hey, like this is how I've built my life. And then the people in your life kind of follow suit and they're like, Oh, I want I want what she's on. Um Yeah. (laughs) And and it can take a while. Sometimes it can be really messy. (laughs) And it can take patience. It definitely takes patience. Like I've I think I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but there was a time where I would get like so mad at my husband for not meditating or like not you know, manifesting and just like really like blaming him for me not being further ahead. <laughs> like mm. it's because you don't have a daily practice.
1: Mm, so <laughs> um, interesting. I love work. that you saw and, that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and the second you pull back is when it actually works. So yeah, I love that. And so your mom's your mom is in. That is amazing. So was there any um kind of like dark times where like the spirituality really got you out of?
1: Oh my God. I mean, it's like at, at every phase of my life, spirituality has been the turning point. I mean, and I think a lot of people um, especially over the years when I was modeling and acting, a lot of people thought that because I was out and I was very social and I was, you know, modeling and acting as models and actors do in New York, at, you know, in their early to mid twenties, that I was like about that life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was and I was like extremely, extremely spiritual even then. And, um, you know, there's been so many times where, you know, being an entrepreneur, being an artist, you know, I would be broke or I wanted to transform myself physically, mentally, emotionally or in my career. And there's just so many things that were like struggle based, uh, turning points Where then I would still do the work, quote unquote, and then things would eventually turn and and change and transform. And I think what's so great looking back and thankfully, like being able to say that those things are in my past now, I think it's, it built such strong character that I had to sometimes, that those things would take time, even with my spiritual practices, even with the, you know, at the time, 10, 15 years of, of knowing the, the, the thing to do or the, the, the way to, you know, turn inward.
0: Totally. So what advice would you have for someone who's maybe kind of in a dark place right now um, and maybe isn't like super spiritual or is kind of like dabbling in it? Like what would you say is like a really good practice or tool that they can use now?
1: Yeah, you know, this. I think that's such a great question, especially when asking someone who isn't super spiritual, because I think a lot of people um, assume that because I'm super spiritual, that that's not, that I don't take that approach. And I really do take like the non approach, the non-spiritual approach to spirituality. And that is like, let's, let's go with like turning inward first and not in a esoteric religious spiritual way, but just like getting quiet. And that doesn't have to be in the form of formal meditation. I really feel that it's first and foremost, like just getting into a quiet place daily where you can start to actually reflect on who you are, how you're being and what you're creating, whether that's like literally or through the law of attraction. And I think as you start to just sit with yourself as a daily practice and just look at what did I do today? How, how did I approach this day? What have my thoughts been like? Even if it's a thinking process, I think that's one of the first approaches to really like having a turning point when you're in a dark place. And then I would say, other than that, Read. Like there's so many amazing books out there that have completely changed my life. I mean, from the Celestine Prophecy, the Conversations with God, to even The Secret, um, The Alchemist. I mean, there's that list is so long. But I think those are some good basics that anybody can turn to. And that can really help you see that these dark times are actually supportive of the bigger picture.
0: Totally. I think when someone's going through something super dark, they kind of think like they're the only one. And when you're like reading and you're kind of, you know, I don't know, I just feel like there's so much out there to give us that a like connection to know that it's not just us and be like the tools to move forward. But like the tool for one person could be, you know, you know, it could be a totally different tool for another person. It's kind of like what's meant for them. You hear about like those stories where a book like falls off the shelf and like someone finds it and that's the book that they're meant to read or like the, the lesson that they're supposed to find.
1: Yeah, yeah totally. I mean, I think of the Solacin prophecy and, and the the series of books that followed it. And, you know, I, I had that book in my living room for six years. And then one day I just picked it up and it was the perfect time for me to read it.
0: I love that. That's like serious guidance there. Mm-hmm. So do you have, so do you work with like spirit guides or like, what is your kind of like How did, what's your kind of like manifesting process?
1: Hmm. Manifesting process. You know, I would say I work everything out vibrationally Mm -hmm. in myself. So I really feel into where am I at with this? Because I, 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 I really believe that if there's a desire within me, that that is in, in some dimensional experience, real already that it's already been created it's already been experienced by a version of me yeah so I really look into and feel into okay where am I at with this this thing and I could (laughs) I was doing that this morning in the shower the shower is a good place to do that by the way yeah actually so (laughs) many people tell me like they get
0: their best ideas in the shower I've actually noticed that too because it's kind of like a time to slow down and stop and like wash yourself. <laughs> well, I also
1: heard that the, the the water falling on you helps you to raise your vibration because you're literally clearing off the energy that you've been carrying on you and vi- mm. vibrationally water helps you to elevate your vibrational set point.
0: That totally makes sense.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think for me in terms of spirit guides, I, I work with so many different ascended masters and archangels and family members. I mean, I, and I'm constantly in prayer. I mean, all day, every day about even the smallest of things and the biggest of things, but internally for me, the biggest, I guess, foundational piece of all of my manifesting is, okay, where am I at with this? Like what, where, where am I vibration? What am I vibrationally creating? You know, for example, this morning, there is Someone that I am interested in, mm-hmm. that um, I have been feeling out of balance with how our vibration has been going. And so I was like, okay, I, there's nothing I need to say to this person. There's nothing I need to do. I need to work this out in me. And I had a meditation this morning and something just clicked. And I just had this like realization like, oh, it's all perfectly timed. I can feel now that he's feeling what I'm feeling. And something just clicked. And then everything has been different this morning since. And there's been nothing on his, on his side. There's been nothing that's been showing me. I just know what the feeling feels like of, oh, something has changed. We're moving in a positive direction. That's all I need at this mm-hmm. point.
0: Like you don't need the validation. Like everything is literally inside of you and everything that you vibrate creates the reality.
1: Yeah. And it's also that I've... I've practiced this so much that I know that this is how it works. And I like just want to say this to anybody out there who's still in like the experimental phase of manifesting. Like, just take it from me. <laughs> like having faith, leaning into the things that are unseen as though they are already your experience. It works. It really, really works. And it takes practice like going to the gym. It's the same concept. And so now me having that turning point of feeling today. I just know it's going to change because it's inevitable. And I also know that I don't have attachments to it at the same time. So if it's not exactly him, whatever this feeling is that I feel, it will be someone some way. Totally. Like, it's
0: like, if not this, then something better. Yeah.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: I know I was talking to some clients about that today, you know, just about finances and how they're like, well, how can I pretend I have the money when I don't like I'm going on this trip, I need this money. Um, And I'm like, you have to act as though you have the money, you have to like show up as the woman who has the money. Um, And it's like so hard to do. Is there like a tip that you can give to kind of get out of your head of the quote unquote reality versus the vibration you want to get on?
1: Oh yeah. I mean that, and that exact example, I've had a major, major turning point with this year, major Mm -hmm. turning point. And I, I think, I don't know, for me personally, um, an affirmation that has worked for me is I trust myself. Mm. Like if I'm, if I'm leaning into something that I really desire that I really believe in, or I feel this, I'm supposed to be here right now. I feel that I'm doing what is right for me. If, if there things are not showing up for me yet, I I go back to I trust myself, mm-hmm. and that's when and when I start to really feel that feeling of what it feels like to really trust me, then to me that's kind of like the equivalent of faith, and then things start to come around and show me within mm. within a day.
0: Usually, that is so it can happen so fast, so fast. That is so true. And like one thing that I love about what you said is that. It's not, it's like, yeah, trust the universe, but like, guess what? The universe is you. (laughs) Yes. It's like, if you can like look at it, it's like, I don't know, if you can just like know that you are source and source is you, then you can be like, shit, I am powerful and I can change this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, that was also a big thing for me this year was I always had trust in spirit, the universe, God, whatever you want to call it. And the, the thing I didn't have trust in was myself. Mm-hmm. Like, can I do this? Can I yeah. step up? Can I be this? Can I be enough? Can I, whatever yeah. that is. And when I finally said, I can trust myself. And the sooner that I actually lean into that, then I will produce what I'm wanting to produce or I'll manifest what I want to manifest. Then things have really turned.
0: Yes and i think we and i think it's something to be said about not looking for an out like not looking to an outside source and that kind of comes back to what you were saying you know full circle to what you were saying before is that it, you know everything is inside like it's not you don't have to look for the outside source mhm i love that so much so you have a really exciting project coming up
1: tell us about wellness official oh thank you yeah um Gosh, there's so much that I'm like excited to share about it. I think the biggest thing for me is that this has been a passion project for me on so many deep levels because first of all, I'm I'm a practitioner myself. And so there's so many things that I've seen over the years that I personally needed to help me scale my business and reach more people in, in an authentic way, in a way that was supportive of others and myself. But also as a business owner, I've I you know had have had a wellness company. This is now my second, but since 2012 in New York. And over the years, you know, I saw all these amazing practitioners all over the world that had so much to offer, but there was a disconnect between connecting them to the clients that were seeking them. And I found that often, usually the only thing you could find was a practitioner off of Yelp. Mm. That's if you even knew what you were looking for. So there was that disconnect. Like, how can I help people who are looking to go more holistic alternative medicine as the route to healing to sync up with the practitioners and the products that will help them get there. And so ultimately what I've come up with after looking at so many different examples of, um, you know, multi-vendor marketplaces like Etsy or Airbnb, I came up with wellness official, which is essentially connecting users to holistic practitioners through really easy booking um, review systems in messaging so you can have a conversation with them you can see what other people have said their experiences were and vice versa that they can feel comfortable working with you and you can really have like an ongoing way of coming back to that practitioner and we're finding new ones Mm,
0: that is so smart because I was just looking for an um a nutritionist the other day and I'm just like Googling. I'm just like, I don't friggin' know. Like, there's no reviews. I have no idea. I just picked someone that said that they liked wine in their bio. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Done. That's a good sales point. I would have to add that to my notes of how you can up your profile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's so
0: smart because you know, having everything in one place um, and just being able to look at all the different options because, you know, today... And I think some people don't know. They're like, okay, do I need Reiki? Do I need a nutritionist? Do I need a naturopath? Like, what do I need? And I actually ended up hiring a nutritionist when I probably should have hired a naturopath. Mm. So, you know, it's so helpful to have everything in one place.
1: Yeah, and, and like even being able to ask that question, right? Because yeah. per practitioners always... I mean for me, like just feeling like this is the right practitioner for me, this is the right teacher for me is a really sacred, delicate process. Mm-hmm. And and I feel that even as a as a Reiki healer, I want to make sure that I'm the right practitioner for the person who's coming to me.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like the way yeah, it totally works both ways. Um, cause you want to be able to like vet the person you as, you know, as a, as doing what you do as a profession, you should be able to be able to be selective as well. Totally. And like totally. work with who you want to work with and how you want to work with them. Totally. Yeah. So exciting. So where did this idea come from?
1: Well, it's, it's been, gosh, it's been years of really just being in the industry because back in 2012, I started um, my first company called Serene. And we, it was really just this, this vision of doing rooftop yoga. And I started to bring in new people and we had yoga classes every summer um, between New York, LA and London. And that started to then turn into talks and dinners and programming for other hotels and membership clubs like Soho House and Wellness fairs for Alexander Wang, and I mean, just the list goes on and on and on and on. And it no big deal, no big deal. (laughs) it, It became really, you know, it became like something really crazy really quickly. I mean, it was shocking, and I think it was because when I first had this vision of doing rooftop yoga, it was at a time when yoga was just turning mainstream in New York and wellness and consciousness. Were just becoming things that were normal to talk about. I mean, even like the conversations that we're having now, like you wouldn't really have those conversations in the, your everyday interactions or no. even be able to hear about them. Mm-hmm.
0: It was just kind of stuff that we kind of thought in our heads and we're like, I wonder if anyone else thinks this. Totally,
1: <laughs> totally. And, I, and from what I experienced, a lot of people over the years have told me, like, I didn't even know about this stuff back, yeah. you know, 2014. And so a lot of us, I think, who had been studying spirituality, kind of like in the closet, finally got to come out. Totally. <laughs> and that really, um, we just, we had such an amazing response from so many brands. And, and I've always been the kind of person who like, likes to push, push the envelope and kind of make things a little bit uncomfortable, sometimes awkward. So. Yeah, <laughs> Me too, girl, me too. <laughs> I love this podcast and all the weird questions. <laughs> so it just eventually then developed to the realization that, oh my gosh, we have all these practitioners all over the world. I have these amazing partners in all these different cities. There needs to be a way to scale this industry because it's so siloed and there's so many people who are looking for what we have just amongst us as a community. So how can we do that? And that's when one was official was born,
0: and I think too, like the people that are born. Not everyone. This might be a bit of a blanket statement, but I think so many of the people that are born with those natural, like healer abilities, and you know, you know, the kind of more witchy spiritual stuff that have all these amazing things to offer, sometimes don't have the business side, and they don't have the Instagram, you know, Instagram knowledge. So, like, you're kind of creating a portal for them to be seen. Um, when it's not maybe their strength to set up a website,
1: yeah, totally. I mean, that's been that's been honestly one of the anchoring points for me thinking about the practitioners who literally just want to heal, just want to show yeah. up as the the amazing healers that they are to give back and and just thinking about oh my gosh, that's who I get to help because they're not supposed to be thinking about marketing and business and exactly. all that. They're just here to freaking heal. And help Mm -hmm. and support and teach and you know anytime I've had any hard times, which I've had many in building a tech company. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) uh, that has actually been one of the biggest points of inspiration. Thinking about that practitioner who I really believe we can serve because they can just go and do their work. Mm Hmm. So you're really serving. You're serving both sides. I believe so. Yeah,
0: that's really the intention. I love that so much. So what I love about your platform is you really incorporate like your personality. You've still got like a fashion-y edge to what you're doing. How can you kind of Give any tips to people who maybe feel like they have to be one side or the other? Like, oh, okay, I can't, you know, be fashiony and spiritual, or I can't be spiritual because people think that's weird. Like, how can you? What tips can you give on authenticity?
1: Well, I first want to say you're not alone because I still go through that sometimes. Yeah, me too, me too. You know, I mean, I think it's even even sharing that. I mean. Mm-hmm. nothing is more beautiful, attractive, mesmerizing than being who you are. I mean, it, yeah. even if you don't really like someone, you can still appreciate like, you know what? They are just being them. Like I kind of, I got to give it to them, you know? Mm-hmm. So, And and also I think what's really great about just being who you are and giving the perspective that you're coming from at whatever given point also helps you attract who you actually want. Right. So we, we know this, like we, these are the concepts that we like generally know, but in terms of tips and how to like execute that through marketing or Instagram or anything like that, I would just say, I, I've really had more of the reactions that I felt were in alignment with who I am and more joy personally, when I allow myself to fully shine. I, there's been so many years where even as a model or an actor, or whatever the heck I was doing, Where like I was still hiding myself, even if I was on camera, even if I was speaking, I was hiding who I was because I was wanting to be perceived a certain way. And I think this year, because of so much trauma and pain of other things that happened in 2017, Mm -hmm. I finally was like, I'm not, I'm not hiding anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing that. I'm just, I'm done. I'm going to shine. I'm going to be who I am. And I really love taking pictures with awesome photographer friends. And frankly, some people don't want to shoot with me and that's fine too. Like, I don't care. I'm Mm -hmm. just done caring. I want to shine and just express whatever I feel most excited about. And as I've done that, I can't tell you how many people have unfollowed me. Really? And how, yeah. And how many more people have followed me? And so who are the people that are unfollowing? Like, are these the people that are
0: like, it's like, seriously, who are they? I'm going to go off the um, But like, are they like the people that are like super spiritual and don't think that like fashion should have anything to do with it? Or is it people that are like super fashiony and like, oh, this is weird?
1: You know, it's, it's been really interesting because I've had a, a, such a wide range of people who I've been disconnected from since changing and, and becoming more, of who I am. Mm-hmm. And, and some of those people are people that I actually like and who I have respected and, and was very surprised that, you know, we're no longer interested in like being engaged and social media. It's really interesting because social media, in some ways it's like not that big of a deal, but really when you unfollow somebody, it's because you don't want to be in that energy for whatever reason. Yeah, And I think what, one of the things that I will never forget, someone said someone that I didn't know that well, but that I really liked and we would always have like cute little responses to each other's stories and posts and things like that. A guy that I'd known over the years from New York, um, like events and things like that. And one day he unfollowed me and said in a DM, you know, you've changed what happened to you. And I just thought, oh my God, that's the best thing ever. Like, <laughs> 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 and thank god i changed like there was so much that i really needed to do serious deep internal work on in 2017 and will continue to do obviously but really last year was a big turning point for me and i think you can see it in my pictures like i've looked through and i'm like oh my god that was the day that that happened oh my god that was a day that this shifted and if need anybody to doesn't down hear <laughs> about it <I'm laughs> like thank you that you like we are not on the same wavelength like thank you. Like, yeah, let's not be on this together. <laughs> yeah, let's not. Let's, let's just cut it off here. And I think but it's good back and forth in, in every yeah. way, you know? That's so yeah. smart because I, I
0: so many people that are, like, you know, launching a business or launching a spiritual venture, they're kind of worried what people are going to think. And it's like, you know what? The people that want to unfollow you, the people that want to um, not be a part of it, then that's just making space for new people that are meant to bring you further, not keep you backwards.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I think one thing that I learned a couple of years ago that really helped me with this is I was um, doing a weekend with this uh, coaching group called the Handel Group out of New York. And they have a way of really like telling you like it is. And (laughs) they're very raw. And I remember that weekend, they they gave us like names that we had to like deal with, like our little demons, basically. Mm -hmm. And mine was something like, Little Miss Prissy, perfect face. Horrible <laughs> like that. That is so funny. Which I still deal with her. Like, that's yeah. Not, I I, that's, in the way. <laughs> that's actually a really, so like,
0: I've done something similar where you have to, yeah, where you have to like name your things, like name your shadows basically. And it's like integrating them. It's so it's like you have to overcome, but it's also like integrating it and being okay with it. Right.
1: Totally. Totally. And like owning it so that I can then transform it. And one of the things that they said to me that weekend was like, look, we get it. You're a perfectionist. You want to be perceived as quote unquote, like health, wellness guide, whatever. But who are you really helping if you're, if you're not human mm-hmm. in the eyes of the people that you're working with, or you kind yeah. of put that on, that doesn't help anyone. Yeah. That really shifted me. Cause I'm like, Oh God, like I, I actually want to help people and I want to help myself. I want to be a better person. So that, that doesn't make sense. So it's just, it's a really, I think, you know, if we approach that with our work while still doing our inner work, you know, that's the biggest thing. Do your work internally and you will see transformations in yourself and then just share them authentically and, and always try to point it upward vibrationally. Always try to be more positive, but also be as authentic as you're being with yourself. Mm-hmm. Try to turn that up to another degree as well.
0: So true. And actually, vulnerably, I'll admit too. like, I'm on the flip side of that where sometimes I'm so I like purposely I'm like, Okay, no, I'm gonna be super real. I'm gonna like, be super raw. I'm gonna like, talk to my audience about like, what's going wrong. But then there's sometimes where I'm like, shit, like, should I be like, showing up as the light or as the like, person who like, doesn't show that side. So people think that they can overcome it too. But then I kind of go back and I'm like, no, <laughs> it's way more fun. <laughs> it's way more fun to be real. <laughs> well,
1: I think, I think that's a part of like, that's a part of what we can show. Like that yeah. me, you know, like actually guys, you know, I thought about this today and like you just said, you just did it. Like, yeah. I feel like I could show a better example, but I'm like not there yet. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yes. Well, I, and that's the thing. It's like,
0: but is anyone ever really there? Like, are, is anyone ever going to, like, never have road rage or never, like, judge someone's outfit or not? You know what
1: I, I know. mean? No. I, right? I don't think so. But I do think that there are parts of us that we really can improve and transform. 100%. 100%. Like, there are things about me, even this weekend, I had my mom, my grandma, and my sister with me this weekend. And there were things that I was like, yeah, I need to, like, sit with that and I need to work on that shit. Like, mm-hmm. I need to improve <laughs>
0: totally 100% 100% and i think well and i think that's the best we can do like okay so i i'm feeling into this now i feel like the lesson is not like um hide the specific things that you do, but it's like let the world know that yeah, these are the shitty things that I do and I'm still working on them.
1: Totally. Totally. (laughs) It's
0: like, yeah, I'm doing it and I'm talking about it and I'm laughing about it, knowing that it's not the best. But like the goal is to like continue to work on myself.
1: Yeah. Just I think that's it. I think that's it. Like just doing the work. Totally. Yeah.
0: Oh, I love that so much. So okay, what else was I going to ask you? So, okay. So tell us just a little bit more about the, your journey of getting like wellness official off the ground. Cause you said it's been kind of a process. Um, and I mean, I feel like a lot of people feel that way when they're first launching their business. So what's, what kind of growth have you seen in yourself?
1: Oh my gosh. I mean, it's literally changed my entire life and it continues to every day. And I think that's something that people really have to be prepared for if they're just starting a business yeah it's gonna change you you can't be the same person and grow and and thrive um, with anything but I think for me personally um one of the biggest shifts that I had in the past year was you know I I had a, a company that I had started back in 2012 and I had brought on business partners and the business partners in 2016 just it went really south really fast it was Mm -hmm. really really devastating and I had to move on from my company of five years Mm -hmm. and start this new company wellness official and there were a lot of things that came up in the it was actually a three-month period of okay I'm going to end this and okay I'm going to move on and continue my vision and continue to do this but do this on my own. And it was really about going back to that affirmation that I was talking about, about trusting myself. Mm-hmm. Like trusting myself after what was like a self-perceived failure at the time, you know? And, and feeling like, oh my gosh, I could have done this better. Oh my gosh, I should have seen that coming. Or, oh my gosh, I, I can't believe this happened. And then going into that and feeling that and feeling the pain of that and all of that, that that contains. And then eventually coming back to, but I trust myself and I trust my vision, and now i'm going to actually go in even more like take mm-hmm. it even further to go even higher and i can't even tell you i mean that's like a whole hour of talking mm-hmm. about all the details of that but i mean just internally making that internal choice of i trust myself and i'm going to give myself the full benefit of this experience by continuing and actually not treating it as a failure but treating it as like the next step, that turning point and every bit of pain that that contained was literally the most transformational turning point of my life, mm. even though it was actually probably one of the hardest of my life. That's so
0: true. I. That's so true. So thank you so much for sharing that because I think so many people fail and use it as um, like a reason not to start again.
1: Yeah. And I, I understand why. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I thought about it, trust me. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I totally get it. But the thing is, and you know, my my best friends and I, we talk about it a lot because it's still so, it's so like amazing to see what's happened in just a year. We look back on it and, it and just thinking about all the things that we've had to, like as my friends, you know, have like helped support me and guide me and talk me through everything. And we talk about how, What a blessing it was to have so much of that be so freaking painful. The disappointment, the betrayal, the anger, the shame, all of that. And like everything that was contained with that experience, how literally it's the reason why things are so great now. Like why things have just really gone in a direction that I didn't even imagine. But I would have never known that had I stopped because it hurt so bad. It was so grim. Yeah you know?
0: And just another example of like releasing the old so you can make room for something newer and shinier and better. Better.
1: Yeah. And it kind of reminds me of like when I'm in sessions with with people and I'm doing Reiki on them and, you know, someone, right before someone has a really big breakthrough, um, they tend to like an energetic breakthrough that then leads to everything else. They tend to hold it back. So I, I teach a breathwork pattern during most of my sessions and And I notice that right when I can feel, and it's usually, I can feel right before they actually show it physically, right before they're about to release it, I can see they're holding it back because they feel scared, Mm -hmm. because it feels so icky. And sometimes I've experienced it myself energetically, and it feels like a death is Mm -hmm. rolling over you. And it's in that moment that I say to someone lean into it, breathe into that, and go through it, because that's how you heal. And that's the only true healing is if you go through what I call a one woman tunnel.
0: Mm.
1: And on the other side of that is where things are higher, beautiful, more beautiful, more elevated, more luminous, but you have to go through sometimes these icky, tight, lonely tunnels to then get to the other side, but you've got to go through it. There's no avoiding it.
0: Oh, I love that. And like I was saying before, I think so many spiritual people are like, oh, just think about the gratitude. Just be positive. But it's like, (laughs) you're just going to keep like pushing that negative stuff down and it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Like you have to feel it to release it.
1: Yeah, definitely. Going through that, like that vibrational scale, you know, it's like you have to go through all the emotions to get to the top emotion, which is like bliss and complete oneness. So you have to go from sadness to anger, from anger to retaliation to, you know what I mean? You have to go through it. Mm -hmm. to get to the other side so how can
0: people do Reiki with you like do you do distance Reiki or is it all in person where
1: are you yeah thanks for asking um I I still do some sessions and um they can book with me from milanasnow.com and soon it will be on wellnessofficial.co as well I'm gonna have a profile oh my gosh I hope you're the first profile (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think that might be like the legit way to do it. Cause I'm like, Hey, I'm on here booking sessions. This is like the real deal over here. Yeah. And then <laughs>
0: all the marketing, like all the screenshots of the website can have your face.
1: There you good, go. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah. So they can, they can book with me for now on, on lannasnow.com and I do do distance. I do quite a few distance um, sessions a week right now and a few um, private sessions at my home, sometimes in, in your private home um, in, in LA and wherever I travel. And I also have a retreat coming up in Ibiza, my second one, um, in October. So you can just email me at info at God, I'm going to email you. Yeah. It amazing. <laughs> we, had a, we had a retreat last month and we're doing another one in October because it was so good. Oh my gosh. Was it then, was it in the same
0: place last time?
1: Yeah, we're. um I'm working with the Sur Hotels, and they're right on the marina in Ibiza, and it's just oh like, goodness. you would think it would be a crazy party place, which I'm told it usually is, but we'll yeah. be post-season, so that won't be happening. Oh <laughs>
0: because, my gosh, but I bet like the high vibes from the parties are just floating around waiting to be
1: caught on to. Oh my god, there's, there's so much. That island is, I, I one of the things I realized about Ibiza is that there's this really deep energy of really connecting with yourself. And depending on where you are in your, your journey, you're either going to want to avoid it at all costs or want to go deeper.
0: (laughs) Mm. Oh my gosh. Okay. You guys check it out. So excited. So before we let you go, we're going to move into manic moments and manifesting, where we talk about our last breakdown and the last thing we manifested. So I'll go first. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) I had like a serious hangry moment today. Um, and if any of my clients are listening to this, I'm sorry, but we were on this call and so many people were asking questions and I wasn't angry at them, but I was so hungry and I was like mad at myself for like, like, like just not, scheduling the call right and I was just like having a moment and then I was like oh my gosh like I literally had like 15 minutes to eat and then come on this podcast and I was like having a bit of a moment but then I really caught myself and I was like oh my god no my clients are like the effing best and they're asking so many good questions and this is such a good call so I really learned from it but I was having a moment um So, clients, I love you. I wasn't mad at you. I was mad at me, but can't blame me for what I I was hungry. Um, Okay, so manifesting. I told you guys last time that I manifested a trip to New York, and my husband won a Twitter contest, which was super random. Amazing, (laughs) so random. And, okay, I'm just gonna tell the story again for people that maybe didn't listen to the last episode. But um, I've been watching Real Housewives of New York and Gossip Girl, obsessed with New York lately. Even though I've not been the biggest fan of New York, more of an LA girl. Um, but for some reason, I've just been craving it. Me and my husband jokingly said, "Let's manifest a trip to New York." And literally a week later, he won a Twitter contest to go to some cryptocurrency conference in New York, and like Snoop Dogg is performing at it. Anyway. Oh, so I so I talked about that before but we manifested a hotel deal so what the hotel that we wanted to stay at is actually comping um comping us so yeah I'm really excited about that oh
1: my god that is so amazing I love that where are you going by the way
0: I'm going on May 15th 18th Oh, it's
1: amazing I was gonna say we have rooftop yoga at the end of the month but
0: oh man sounds
1: like we'll miss you okay.
0: <laughs> but that sounds awesome <laughs> well we'll definitely have to plan some kind of yoga rendezvous. I, I would that. like to do yoga with Alexander Wang. Can you
1: tell us how we can do that? <laughs> manifest it. That that. I'm <laughs> putting it out there. Me, Milana, Alexander Wang. <laughs> <laughs> yoga. It's it's
0: um, okay. So tell us about your last manic moment and the last thing you manifested.
1: Mm. Well, I would say um, speaking of travel, after I got back from Europe, I did a, I did two weeks in um, Europe and I, I had a retreat and, I taught some classes in Barcelona and in London on the bookend of that. And it was the most amazing experience. And then I got home and totally crashed, like just gave way too much, worked way too much, didn't sleep enough. I was on such a high that I kind of just didn't really make time to really rest. Mm. And so I had about a week of just really not feeling well, kind of in my funk And I actually had done my little diagnostic on my chakras and my crown chakra was closed, which is like really not good. Yeah. That is not like (laughs) you. And I realized that I had actually cut it off because I, I was just kind of afraid of like how much spiritual work I had been doing. It was kind of becoming a little bit overwhelming. And I really hadn't mm. grounded. And that was mm. one of the reasons why I've started to bring back some of the more grounding stones.
0: Oh, interesting. Um, so
1: that was like one of my breakdowns. Yeah. For like about a week and a half, I was having a tough time. Last week, I finally came back to myself. But, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, wait, hey, I don't understand. Everything is going so great, but I just feel so crappy. And Well,
0: I feel like, and I'll be, you know what? Every time I've come home from a retreat, that's what happens. Hey. So now I know I need for to work me. on the crown chakra
1: from when you teach one or when you go to one both really
0: yeah and i find um mostly when i teach one mostly when i'm hosting one i find like i get into like a massive funk after oh. and you kind of think like am i ever going to get out of this like will things ever be the same <laughs> and then one day you just wake up and you're okay and you're like okay good. Yeah, <laughs> i'm back yeah,
1: totally yeah, that was that was rough for about a week and a half. I was like, "What? My crown chakra is closed. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> no wonder." No. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then manifesting. I don't know. Gosh, it's been that kind of actually goes in in um, line with what my little like breakdown was because I really, I felt so much energy flowing through me that it became really overwhelming. And I've actually really this year have been really learning how do I now work in this way how do i allow all this energy to flow through into me this is like a new you know level for me that i haven't really practiced and it's been somewhat overwhelming and like hard mm. and um and i had to really shift even that even saying like this is hard or you know feeling like this is so hard that i'm so yeah. busy so when i started to shift that um this week my mom and my grandma my sister her new fiance they all came in town i let myself really spend time with them i let myself have like two days off which is completely unheard of for me right now and things have just been coming in through the woodworks and one of them is um something i'm going to be able to probably announce on my social media soon but i got asked to do a tour um a six city tour with an amazing brand that um we have spot we have as a sponsor for rooftop yoga so oh my gosh um, well if it's alexander Wang, but let's keep putting it out there okay um good. so
0: that means we need to all go follow you so we can see the announcement
1: yeah that would be amazing i think I'm, i i have a feeling that some of the listeners will probably be um at the destinations that i'm stopping into so Oh That'd my gosh, be very cool. for sure.
0: So, oh my God, I love that. So you manifested an amazing collab. So
1: fun. Yeah, and so unexpected. And I think honestly, it's so funny. I manifested more work and more abundance by relaxing and resting. So <laughs> true. What a
0: concept. I know. I always say that like, Anytime I go away where there's no Wi-Fi, I come back to like 10 new clients. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, you mean I don't have to work so hard? <laughs> so good. Oh, so good. Well, this has been a freaking delight. I just love you. And Thank we need you. to like be best friends.
1: Yes. Let's, let's hang out. Let's, let's hang out.
0: Um, okay. I So tell us where we can find you on social media.
1: Yeah. So I would love to see you guys at Milana Snow. Um, It's M-I-L-L-A-N-A-S-N-O-W and Wellness Official. Also, Instagram is a great place to find me and a million other amazing practitioners.
0: Oh, amazing. So you're going to be launching soon. We'll keep an eye out for that. We're going to keep an eye out for your collaboration and we're just going to follow all of the fun and vibey goodness from you. So thank you so much, Milana.
1: Thank you. Thanks everyone for listening.
0: Bye. Thank you so much for being a chill chakra girl and tuning in to Chakra Girl Radio. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five star rating. You can
1: find more info on chakras and on Amber Lee at thechakragirlco.com and follow all the glam and grounded goodness on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter
0: at the Chakra Girl Co. Amber Lee loves engaging with her listeners, so DM her anytime.